Story 7 of Bumper the White Rabbit and His Friends. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nan Dodge. Bumper the White Rabbit and His Friends by George Ethelbert Walsh. Story 7 Bumper's Mad Race with the Fire. With Spotty the chameleon clinging to his back, Bumper hopped along as fast as he could to get away from the fire. He was very sure now that it was spreading throughout the woods, for the sun had almost disappeared from view, and the air was thick with choking smoke and fine cinders. If he needed any further evidence, he had but to look around him and above. The woods were full of big and little animals rushing toward the river for safety and the air overhead was clouded with flocks of birds winging their way swiftly in the same direction. Cries of fear came from every side, calls and shouts and whistles. Pandemonium had broken loose. Everyone was confused and frightened. All fears of their bitter enemies had been forgotten. Curly the skunk was racing side by side with Sneaky the wolf, and Washer the raccoon with Buster the bear. Even Loop the lynx was so terrified that he forgot to snarl when Sleepy the opossum bumped against him, and Killer the snake wriggled past Hoppy the toad, who was still busily digging his hole to crawl in out of danger. No one seemed to notice Bumper hopping along with Spotty the chameleon on his back. Ordinarily such a thing would have caused a laugh and perhaps jeers, but now everyone was so terrified that he paid no attention to anyone else. In leaping over a clump of bushes, Bumper suddenly heard a voice call to him. Oh, Bumper, what am I going to do? I can't run fast enough to beat the fire. Oh, oh, I shall be roasted alive. Bumper stopped and looked down at Lazy the Snail, who was making all the haste he could to get away. But it was a ludicrously slow pace. It seemed as if he almost stood still, when he was crawling the fastest. "'Why, Lazy, can't you run faster?' Bumper asked. "'No, you can see I'm doing my best. I never was much of a runner.' "'I should think not,' laughed Bumper. "'I might give you a lift of a few yards, but that wouldn't do much good. The fire would soon catch up to you.' "'No, that wouldn't save me,' wailed Lazy. "'Nothing will save me. I'm going to be roasted alive.' Bumper looked distressed. The thought of leaving Lazy behind to be burnt up was more than he could stand. Spotty the chameleon clinging to his back had already become a burden to him, and he felt that another on his back would handicap him dreadfully. However, he couldn't leave Lazy the snail. "'Crawl up on my back, Lazy, and I'll carry you,' he said finally. "'But you must hurry. The fire's coming very fast.' Lazy was so slow in crawling up that Bumper several times grew impatient and urged him to hurry. When he was finally on one shoulder, clinging to it with his moist feet, Bumper started off once more. He had to make up for lost time, and he hopped along at the top of his speed. All the while he was thinking of Fuzzy Waz and Old Blind Rabbit. Would they run for the river, or would they wait for him to return? It distressed him to think that he had not been able to warn Whip-or-Will and Hermit the Thrush, as he had promised. Would they wait for him? 
He put forth all his strength to gain on the other animals, and soon found himself in the lead again. He passed Buster the bear and Billy the mink and Sleepy the opossum. "'I wish I could run as fast as you, Bumper,' Sleepy wailed. "'I'm afraid I'll be too late.' "'No, there's time enough, Billy,' replied Bumper. "'I want to run ahead to warn Fuzzy Wuzz and Old Blind Rabbit. "'Oh, they'll know the fire's coming long before you reach home. "'Won't you wait for me? I'm terribly frightened. "'And if you leave me behind, I know I'll die.' Bumper slowed down to comfort Billy. He ran alongside of him for a time to keep him company. This put new heart in Billy, and, of course, hope gave him strength, and he really ran faster than before. They nearly stumbled over Whitefoot the deer mouse, who had been running as fast as his little legs would permit him, but he curled up now and stopped, panting for breath. "'What's the matter, Whitefoot?' asked Bumper. "'I'm all in,' panted Whitefoot. I can't run another step. I've run all the way from Bald Mountain today, and I'm too tired to take another step. But the fire will catch you here, protested Bumper. You must try again. No, I can't. I tell you I'm exhausted, and my feet are bleeding. He held up a foot that was covered with blood. Bumper's pity for him was more than he could express in words. Crawl upon my back, White Foot. I guess I can carry another. "'Thank you, Bumper. You will save my life if you carry me.' And Whitefoot the deer mouse hopped up by the side of Lazy the snail and Spotty the chameleon. With this added burden, Bumper found that he couldn't run much faster than Sleepy the opossum. "'I'll have to keep company with you now, Billy,' he said. "'I can't run faster with so many on my back.' "'Why do you carry them, Bumper?' asked Sleepy. "'Why don't you let them look out for themselves?' "'For shame on you, Sleepy. Would you leave them behind to be burnt up? No, no, we can't do that. We must help each other.' "'I don't see that anybody's helping me,' growled Sleepy. "'I thought I was helping you by keeping you company,' replied Bumper. "'If it isn't doing you any good, I may as well run ahead.' "'No, no, don't leave me,' cried Sleepy. "'You are helping me. I didn't mean what I was saying before.' "'All right, then. Don't grumble, because somebody else is having an easier time than you.' They were approaching the river where it was broad and deep, and some of the animals ahead were squealing and grunting with pleasure. Once across the river, they would be safe from the flames. "'Now we'll soon be there,' exclaimed Bumper, hopefully. "'I can smell the water, Billy. I'm glad of it, for I'm nearly dead.' A little squeaking voice suddenly startled them, and out of a hole in the nearest tree popped the head of Stripe the chipmunk. "'Bumper, Bumper!' he squealed in his high, piping voice. "'Is it true the woods are on fire?' "'Yes, Stripe, and you'd better hurry to the river.' "'But I can't. I broke my leg last week, and I can't use it. Do you think I'll be safe in this hole?' "'No, of course not. All the trees will fall down and be burnt up.' "'Then I'll burn with them. Oh, oh, what can I do?' Bumper stopped and looked at him. Stripe was a fat, healthy fellow, and weighed so much that Bumper wondered if he could carry him on his back. "'I'll try to carry you, Stripe,' he said finally. "'The river is nearby, and maybe I can do it. Run up on my back and hold tight.' Sleepy the opossum gained on Bumper after that, 
The white rabbit couldn't possibly keep up with him. But he reached the river finally, with Stripe the chipmunk, Lazy the snail, Spotty the chameleon, and Whitefoot the deer mouse clinging to his back. In the next story, you will hear of how they crossed the river. End of story seven. Recording by Nan Dodge.